Hello all and welcome back to my podcast episode. Now I'm become death, the destroyer of worlds. The story of Oppenheimer's infamous cult, the lion from the Hindu sacred text, the Bhagavad Gita, has come to define Robert Oppenheimer. But its meaning is more complex than many realize. As he witnessed the first detonation of a nuclear weapon on July 16, 1945, a piece of Hindu scripture ran through the mind of Robert Oppenheimer. Now I'm become death. the destroyer of worlds it is perhaps the most well known line from the bhagavad gita but also the most misunderstood oppenheimer died at the age of 62 in princeton new jersey on february 18 1967 as a raw time head of the los alamos laboratory the birthplace of the manhattan project is rightly seen as the father of the atomic bomb. We knew the world would not be the same, he later recalled. A few people laughed, a few people cried, most people were silent. Oppenheimer, watching the fireball of the Trinity nuclear test, turned to Hinduism. While he never became a Hindu in the devotional sense, Oppenheimer found it a useful philosophy to structure his life around. He was obviously very attracted to this philosophy, says Rev. Dr. Stephen Thompson, who holds a PhD in Sanskrit grammar and is currently reading a DPhil at Oxford University on other aspects of the language and Hindu faith. Oppenheimer's interest in Hinduism was about more than a sound bite. It was a way of making sense of his actions. The Bhagavad Gita is 700 verses in the scripture written in Sanskrit that centers on a dialogue between a great warrior prince called Arjuna and his charioteer lord Krishna an incarnation of Vishnu facing an opposing army containing his friends and relatives Arjuna is torn but Krishna teaches him about a higher philosophy that will enable him to carry out his duties as a warrior irrespective of his personal concerns this is known as dharma or holy duty it is one of the four key lessons of the bhagavad gita desire or lust wealth the desire for righteousness or dharma and the final state of total liberation or moksha seeking his counsel arjuna asks Krishna to reveal his universal form Krishna obliges and in verse 12 of the Gita he manifests as a sublime terrifying being of many mouths and eyes it is this moment that entered Oppenheimer's mind in July 1945 if the radiance of a thousand suns were to burst at once into the sky that would be like the splendor of the mighty one was oppenheimer's translation of that moment in the desert of new mexico in hinduism which is a non-linear concept of time the great god is not only involved in the creation but also the dissolution 
In verse 32, Krishna speaks the line brought to global attention by Oppenheimer. The quotation, Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds, is literally the world-destroying time, explained Thompson, adding that Oppenheimer's Sanskrit teacher chose to translate world-destroying time as death, a common interpretation. Its meaning is simple. Irrespective of what Arjuna does, everything is in the hands of the divine. Arjuna is a soldier. He has a duty to fight. Krishnanath Arjuna will determine who lives and who dies, and Arjuna should neither mourn nor, nor rejoice over what fate has in store, but should be sublimely unattached to such results, says Thompson. And ultimately, the most important thing is he should be devoted to Krishna. His faith will save Arjuna's soul. But Oppenheimer seemingly was never able to achieve this peace. In some sort of crude sense which no vulgarity, no humor, no overstatements can quite extinguish, he said two years after the Trinity explosion. The physicists have known sin, and this is the knowledge which they cannot lose. He doesn't seem to believe that the soul is eternal, whereas Arjuna does, says Thompson. The fourth argument in the Gita is really that death is an illusion, that we're not born and we don't die. That's the philosophy really, that there is one, only one conscious and that the whole of the creation is a wonderful play. Oppenheimer, it can be inferred, never believed that the people killed in Hiroshima and Nagasaki would not suffer. While he carried out his work dutifully, he could never accept that this could liberate him from the cycle of life and death. In stark contrast, Arjuna realizes his error and decides to join the battle. Krishna is saying you have to simply do your duty as a warrior, says Thompson. If you were a priest, you wouldn't have to do this, but you are a warrior and you have to perform it. In the larger scheme of things, presumably the bomb represented the path of the battle against the forces of evil, which were epitomized by the forces of fascism. For Arjuna, it may have been comparatively easy to be indifferent to war because he believed that souls of his opponents would live on regardless. But Oppenheimer felt the consequences of the atomic bomb acutely. He hadn't got that confidence that the destruction ultimately was an illusion, says Thompson. Oppenheimer's apparent inability to accept the idea of an immortal soul would always weigh heavy on his mind. Thank you.